What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. Painful would that have been to lose to Tom Brady again? That's PTSD from our childhood. Like every single time, I threw remotes at the TV. I I saw that twice a year for 17 years. (laughs) Rando. We have this trust built. Uh, on, you know, whatever it is, like Bibles and gold bricks and whatever Brandon Bean's drinking over there. And Pat. I was talking with my dad today and he was like, I don't know how much you can practice catching. Like, (laughs) you know, he was talking about catching these ping pong balls with different spins and going to tight end university. He's like, you could get an A plus in tight end university and this guy's still going to drop the ball. Like, (laughs) Pat, I don't care how many times i listen to our own episodes your intros always make me laugh oh every the one, time the every one time. about money and hair uh that one was hilarious that that's so funny i actually dread putting together the intros because i have to find a highlight for myself which is so oh, hard Johnny, you have some fire highlights dude come on you do in the time that i'm looking for a highlight for myself i will find three to six pat highlights <laughs> like for just any like single one highlight of myself so it's well, it's tough. <laughs> they laugh. The work that is put into him, which I have, would have no clue how to do, uh, is it's impressive for me just to listen. To Hell yeah, Johnny! Uh, yeah. Uh, we are of course not another Buffalo podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. We're part of the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. We're lucky to be a part of the Buffalo <laughs> Rumblings podcast just, network. You know, the more that we listen to more content creators, the better they get. I think. I know that like. I listened to Bruce's show this week and I've never felt more inadequate as a content creator. <laughs> you almost just spit like, my Sprite on my lap. <laughs> well, it's like Bruce He's, has opinions and they're always valid. Like sometimes I have opinions and then I look back at him like three days later. I'm like, yo, I was on a bender. What was I saying? But like Bruce's, his takes, they hold up well. I think that's like, that's well, what yeah, I well, he. For. He's thorough. He does his research. He speaks very well and, and like is very calculated in the way that he communicates and it's he's so skilled at his craft like i just i don't i don't even want to aspire to be bruce because i don't think i'd ever get there like i so you know our our show is different we're we're just kind of like you know shooting from the hip and uh pretty much the opposite of of what of what bruce does we're just uh we're free balling and hopefully trying to get pat to say some funny shit along the way <laughs> that's that's our formula yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm ready to flush the Patriots game. I don't know if you guys are over it yet. Like I'm I just want to play him again, dude. Yeah. I, just wanna, I, I think in any other again. conditions, I'm ready for it. I'm like, hey, I think, I think all Bills Mafia and the Bills are ready for bro, it. So. Bro, oh my god, dude! I think, dude, it looks like it looks like someone's replaced Mac Jones's Wikipedia article with like a picture that very much looks like a DUI mugshot. Um, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. No, I don't think he does. That's why I'm like curious. I thought he did. He not get one. No, I don't think he did. They just have. They're just using a very unflattering picture of him. Oh, I, I'm I'm seeing it right now. You're not kidding. 
Like that's worse than uh, Tom Brady's draft photo where he's where he's shirtless and just like standing there. You know, we were talking about the evolution of Pat's hair that we have seen over our decade of friendship. Oh, dude, he did. Him. He does have a DUI. I thought that's he what, did. That's what okay. the picture's I from. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, I thought oh, he did. Oh, that's some slimy. That must have been a Bills fan that uh, slid that in there. But um. <laughs> I, w- I didn't want to like slander the, the man if he didn't have one. So I was like, OK, I won't. I don't. I'm not confident that he does, but I thought he did. Have one. Uh, we were talking. Well, you just mentioned Tom Brady's picture, but we were talking about all of Pat's life cycles of, of his hair. I. I saw Brady's draft day picture the other night and it was just, it was brutal. Yeah. Man's age, like fine wine, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you both have access to it now, uh, but I gave my dad the ESPN account um, and we started watching the Tom Brady documentary. Oh, dude, is, that's about like the it's 16-0 really season, right? It's about his whole career. There's 10 really? episodes there. It's like the last dance documentary, but it's for Brady. And I'm just like, F- you, dude, but I really, I'm, I'm on. You know watch how this. I feel about this? I feel like it's weird that he's still playing and he's got this documentary that he's in. Like, this is like the Jordan documentary, but like Jordan's career is over. Like he's, it's good to look back in retrospect now that the career is over. Like this felt like Elton John's movie coming out while Elton John was still alive. Like, I feel like they could have saved Elton John's movie for later. Like, yeah, I thought that was a good movie, by the way. I did. I liked it. I did. I like Elton John. So choose your words wisely. Uh, (laughs) No, no. Said over there. no, I like Bohemian Rhapsody too. Those both came out in the same year, right? You should watch the document. The first episode, the first episode is about Drew Bledsoe and there's a lot of Bills connections too. Because that's what I was thinking, man. Honestly, like those teams, like the 2001 team, 2003, 2004, like those teams, that's a totally different style of football than anyone plays today. Malloy, Lor- or Lawrence Malloy, you got... Uh, McGinnis, you got Brewski, you got, you know, Junior say I was there, but he didn't win one with them. Um, David Givens, Dion Branch, Kyle Brady. Um, but it was just so wild listening, just reliving it all the early day stuff when we're just kind of primitive football yeah. fans. But you guys should watch it. I know we're not going to waste too much time. Did they go over? This, did they go over the, the Super Bowl where Donovan dude, was throwing up and T.O. broke his ankle? It's super. I'm like, I finished the second episode last night. Yeah, I'm into like 2004. Like they're about to go back to back for the first time. And then the second Super Bowl, they do, like when they beat the Panthers. That's the one I just finished. So that's like. Oh, so it like would be 04 then would be the the next one. Eagles. Yeah. yeah. But it's worth checking on ESPN Plus. Definitely. Yeah. So taking a look at our uh, our game pick stuff for today, um, I I don't even want to, like I, I'm dreading this recap because there was a lot of red on the scoreboard. And Brando's bets hit this week. So, you know, I guess that, that matters more. But yeah, we had, uh, we had kind of a rough one. <laughs> And Pat, I hate to say this, but thank God you your pick against Buffalo, uh, you know, for for the self sacrifice. But it paid off in this case because that was that was the only game that that you won this week. Really? <laughs> I, I thought about calling the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers upset, but I did not have the the intestinal fortitude. What what other games, what other games did we miss on? Is there a game that we all missed on? Yeah, could, there's a lot of them. Here. We we all missed on three games, and uh, so anyway. Overall, Pat, you were one in five. I was also one in five, so you were not alone in, in that. And Brandon was two and four, which is only slightly better. So, Pat, I'm joining you in the sub 500 club. Hey, man, so. we're still batting 400, bro. <laughs> Hall of Fame numbers, really. Though, Hall of right? Fame yeah. numbers. 
Yeah, but we all so we all know how the Buffalo game went. We all didn't predict uh, Washington to beat Las Vegas. We all didn't predict Pittsburgh to beat Baltimore. We all missed on Seattle beating San Francisco. Pat and I missed on Cincinnati losing to the Chargers. Brandon called that, and then Pat missed uh, Giants in Miami, and Brandon and I got that one. That was the only one that I predicted. Predicted right, but so overall. Pat is 32 and 40. I'm 35 and 37. And Brando is still pretty good at 45 and 27. I say pretty good lately because that's that's pretty damn good. Yes, man. You'd be the you'd be the person who's winning on the NFL crew, like the NFL on CBS. Like, like Rodney Harrison picks. or you know, Tony Dungy. You'd probably beat the hell out of Phil Phil Sims at least. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say Phil Sims because I know he's a clown. We're at like Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get into this week's picks? Yeah. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, so we just got done playing one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, and we're on to another one. And thank God they're not on, still on the same team. Uh, but Buffalo is going into Tampa Bay to face their uh, torturer of many years. Tampa Bay's three and a half point favorites in this one. I'll give Vegas credit. I, I didn't think that the spread would be that small. I think we'd be looking at like a four or five point spread in this yeah. one. But uh, Brian, what do you think, man? We have to remember that the Bills still have some of the best Super Bowl odds in the NFL, right? Even yeah, if we're on a yeah. snide right now, like the odds makers know that this team is talented. They just have to figure it out. This is tough. I started working for the Bills seven years ago. I witnessed seven Tom Brady wins uh, over the course of the last seven years. And I said to myself after seeing him live two times that I would never bet against him again. Uh, so I'm going to take the Bucks for the first time this year. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. But I think what Tom Brady's doing is so impressive, man. Like he's going to throw for 5,000 yards, 40 TDs at age 45 years old. Like I can't believe it. Give me the bucks. I just want to yep. leave the game. I don't want to. I don't even want to. Don't worry, Matt. Or Brandon, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But Pat, what do you think? Well, considering picking against the Bills got me my only win last week. I mean, they are. I mean, they are down Antonio Brown, which I think, like you know, that could be a big, you know, whatever detriment to the team. But I mean, I the only silver lining would be that we're playing in good weather. But I'm still got to pick the Bucks. And Rob, who wants to get car insurance from, uh, oh, Jesus, what is it, the you, army? No, <laughs> no he's, you know what I'm talking so about? It's so funny because, yeah, you can hear his Buffalo accent in that, like, hi, I'm Rob Gronkowski, and I'm not from the army. Oh, is it Navy Federal Credit Union? Hold on. Yeah, what? yeah, Navy Federal. Uh, he goes, yep. I'm special. <laughs> Legend. Uh, yeah, those, those are like some of my least favorite commercials. Like, but it's also like you can't help but listen to them when they come on. It's weird, but anyway, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let there be a sweep of the Bucks in our picks. I'm picking the Bills. Thank you, thank you. Like, okay. I'll let her know. Don't worry. I thought dude, you were gonna go Bucks. No, no, dude. I mean, I I am of the belief that they could still lose this game and still confidently make the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm not. I don't think that this game is doom and gloom. I think that this has less of an impact, obviously, because it's not a divisional AFC matchup. 
But yeah, man, they still got to exercise the demons with Tom Brady. I thought that, you know, last year was going to be the year that they'd like face him in the Super Bowl. But I like this because it's it's like a good opportunity to exercise the the Tom Brady demons without too much of a letdown if something goes wrong. So like, it. I won't be inconsolable for a week if they lose to Tom Brady. Whereas like last year, if they did it in the Super Bowl, then I would have. So yeah. But the other thing yeah. I saw Tom Brady is... 8-0 against Bills QBs under the age of 25. See, you can well, tell Josh is 25 that's, now. That's so. such a crafted stat. Right. <laughs> I saw it's it on like, Twitter. You, yeah. can, you can move the age of that, like, I don't know, maybe Tyrod or, you know, Ryan dude, Fitzpatrick. You can move it to 30, dude, yeah. honestly. Ryan Fitzpatrick, was, Ryan Fitzpatrick was probably what? Brady's 31-3 in yeah, his career. 30s. 30s. Tyrod, Tyrod was 27. Yeah, 30. No, he was 31-3 and three against the Bills in his career. Tom Brady. Yeah. Ugh. So I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the the third game must have been. He didn't start. I, like, or he did well, start, but he I'm came not, out. I'm not counting the Jacoby Brissett game. Well, there was the Sam. There was the Sam Adams game where him and yeah, that's the first one that I think of. The Sam Adams pick six game. Then you've got the 2011 game in Orchard Park, and I'm trying to remember what the other one had to be. It had to be somewhere in between, I guess. So Patriots swept us in 01, 02. We got one in 03. Swept us in 04, 05, 06, 07, 08, 09, 2010. 2011 is the 34-31 game. Yep. They sweep us in 12. They sweep us in 13. In 2014, we won 17 to 9. Against Tom? Against Tom Brady. 2014? So that... Yeah. That would have been Rex Ryan years. They were actually pretty good that year, I think. No, 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 no. no. That would have been before Rex Ryan. Was that oh, Doug Marone? Doug Marone. That, was that yeah. a Doug Marone year? I'm going to yeah. search this game specifically. Bills versus Patriots. Because That's not ringing a bell, really. But it must no, have been. No, it's not at all. And that's like prime Bills season. For I mean, 2014, we're talking like that's like Preston Brown, Nigel Bradham. Like is that an EJ Shady McCoy? Yo, game? you know what it is? It was week 17. Oh, uh, well, oh, come on. That shouldn't even count. That's right. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett played like the second half of the game. Yeah, it was in the snow. I remember watching Brady that game not, on vacation. Brady did not play that full game. So really, he's 32 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Domination. Anyway, well, that was depressing. I'll probably cut all of that out. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, we've got... Uh, Jimmy, G, Jimmy G played also, sorry. No, no, you're good. I just uh, have to do that uh, whole thing say again. Nothing, Pat. Don't say anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Baltimore's heading into Cleveland. Cleveland is two and a half point favorites in this one, which is is interesting. It is in Cleveland, so give them the three point home swing. Uh, but Brandon, who you got in this one? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These, this is hard. I I feel like Cleveland being the favorite is weird. Yeah. It's only because yeah. they're a home team. So I, I got to take the Ravens as underdogs. All right, you give me Lamar and the points. I know the defense is good. I don't know. The weather's supposed to be wild, but we're supposed to get like another windstorm like we did worse in the Bills game. It could be affected if it's in Cleveland. But even if it is, I'd still take Lamar in that situation. So Pat, what about you? Well, I mean, I think the reason that the spread is the, the spread is because Kareem Hunt's coming back, leaving Ohio's own. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, will it make a difference? Probably not because Lamar Jackson threw four picks and this team still beat the Browns. So um, I don't know. Baker, I love you. We love you. The only thing is you give us flashbacks to like a lot of Buffalo quarterbacks from the past. And um, 
He's hurt. He's hurt. Definitely. I mean, I think, you know what? Dang it. Give me the Browns. You got the two studs. You got two studs in the backfield. You got the bad Juju Odell out of there. Um, I want to see Kareem and Nick Chubb, 100 yards each, maybe a tutty each. Get some De'Ernest Johnson in there. Some Austin Hooper catching some back shoulder fades in the end zone. Jarvis Landry throwing two touchdowns with that powerful left-handed throwing motion. <laughs> nice. I like it. I, uh, I was kind of undecided about this game too because I feel like Cleveland has the ability to play the kind of game that Pittsburgh did against Baltimore last week. But even with that being said, I think this game's a toss-up, so I'm going to take the points and uh, and pick Baltimore on that one. But yeah, so next up, we got Las Vegas headed into Kansas City. Um, this one's on our docket. It's not like Kansas City's obvious favorites in this one, but it's a nine and a half point spread. Um, so Brandon, what do you think about that? Nine and a half points is a lot. I regretted taking the Raiders last week. I thought Washington was going to be close. We talked about that in our picks, but... Kansas City's getting to crunch time, so I'll go with them this time only because of Mahomes. But that's a lot of points to cover, so it, it's a it could be very well a game that you gain back if you pick the Raiders. Yeah, Pat, what about you? Uh, well, I gotta go with uh, Pat Mahomes here, <laughs> and um, I've never had to think about turning turning the ball over. It's never really been a problem for me. But um, you know, Pat, I don't know. I trash the guy a lot on the show, but he's good. He's good. Good enough to beat division foe. So, I mean, even yeah. though the Raiders did have a crazy win against them, what was it, two years ago? That the, Darren Waller's still out, too. I mean, they, they... yeah, I think he's questionable for this week. And uh, hopefully he's back in time for fantasy playoffs. But yeah, so you got Kansas City on that one. I'm going to take the points in this one as well. So I don't know if you guys are starting to see a pattern, but I am actually picking the exact opposite of what I did last week. <laughs> um, if you're picking it up on I'm not doing it on purpose either I just made the picks and noticed it but I think the Chiefs are going to win by exactly nine points too man that hook <laughs> that nine and a half hook yeah there you go learning the Brando terminology <laughs> over there I thought like interesting know. oh what do I know man right, so yeah I got Vegas on that one but uh San Francisco headed into Cincinnati Cincinnati's coming off that tough loss to the Chargers that Brandon called San Francisco is two and a half point favorites in this one uh so Brandon, we'll start with you on this one, too. Since he's the favorite. Interesting. No, I mean, no, no. Uh, no. Sam Fran though, is the favorite. Oh, okay. Even though All it's right. in Cincinnati. All right, and even the though the Niners have a worse record. But. Give me the Bengals. They play in a harder... Uh, ah, yeah, no. The and San Francisco lost to Seattle last week as well. Bang, Bengals play in a harder division, I would say. Both of those divisions are two of the best in football, though. I think two good teams are going to be in this game. But give me the points. Give me the Bengals. They this game is uh, what probably more important for the Bengals. No, I, I'll take the Bengals. Joe Burrow's good. Niners defense is good though, so it could be a lower scoring game than people realize. I and they almost came back. I mean, Mixon what could have tied the game and fumbled. Oh, dude, uh, that was that made Matt Breida's fumble look like he was. Matt Breida's looked extremely, extremely understandable compared to the Joe Mixon one, dude. Oh, that Matt was, like, a, was not even his fault, right? Like, no, I mean uh, that was, and I mean at least, uh, dude, it was just like the whole sequence. And after they came back from twenty-four points, man, yeah, like that was wild. I was sitting there, like, yeah, Joe Burrow, and then <laughs> and like Joe Mixon literally scored a touchdown like two minutes earlier, and I just, yeah. dude, no one even touched him. The ball just. No. You know, ugh, strange. I have mixed on my sequence. fantasy team, but I also think also for our side notes, Pro Football Focus credited Allen with the fumble on that. Yeah, not, not Brita. Yeah, Boo. so I guess it, it turns out that um, most of those situations, so like botched snaps, are also technically a QB fumble as well. Those are attributed to QBs. 
So yeah, but botch changeoffs and uh, botch snaps. Thanks for blaming on the QB. Here. Get him, let him get it in his hands. Put it in the gut, Josh. Not he put it in the chest. No, he did. It bounced off his yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah. But at the same time, Brita was like switching his hands. Like, you, I mean, Brian Pallone would have an ulcer if you did not have the left hand on top when running to the left. Pat, who you got in this one? I'm a big believer that, you know, when you, you suffer some emotional trauma, a lot of times, you know, you'll come out stronger. Um, Are you going to bring this back to Jimmy G? No, no, I'm not. Okay. I was going to say, Bengals lost the heartbreaker. And Jimmy, I mean, come on, Jimmy's. What about Jimmy, Pat? Talk to us yeah. about Jimmy. <laughs> well, How I was just going to say, people think Jimmy? people think that Jimmy G is not a cold weather quarterback, but he played at Northern Illinois in the MAC. Like, I'm sure you could slam the ball England. in the snow. And New England. England. Like, I mean, ugh, it's hard too because the Bengals, like, we pick them all. The, I don't think the Bengals have won when we've picked them on the show. Uh, it's flip flopped every time, man. It's literally flip flopped every time. Oh. Every time they have a big win, we never see it coming. Like, yeah. I love you, Jim. I really do, James Garoppolo. I think you're a great <laughs> professional. But tell us I what got, you I really gotta, think. I, re- I got to pick the Bengals, man. <laughs> I don't think Joe Mixon does that two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, I I have Cincinnati written down for this one as well. The fact that they're giving Sam or Cincinnati two and a half points on this one is is kind of the uh, the sway for me. But yeah, I don't know. They need the game to really stay in the playoff race, and uh, you know, so we'll see. That NFC North is weird, though. I can't believe the the when did they play? I think the twenty sixth or the twenty fifth. The Ravens played the Browns, and they're already back at it again. Dude, they play back to back games. There was a buy in between. What? Interesting. Somebody was high as hell when they made the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, next up, uh, we got Sunday Night Football. Probably one that they should have flexed out. Um, but Chicago going into Green Bay. Green Bay is twelve and a half point favorites. Uh, double digit spread on the docket. Um, so Pat, let's start with you for this one. Well, you know what? I will say, thank God Andy Dalton's not playing. Thank God Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles isn't playing. Justin Fields, he adds a little bit of pizzazz to the game. Can he do a whole lot? No, his offensive line is terrible. Um, Allen Robinson doesn't even want to be there. But the same, I mean, 12 and a I got to pick only because if the bears could score more points, I would have no problem picking them to beat the spread, but like they literally cannot They've like an anemic offense. Oh, I got to take the Packers to cover the spread, man. And if Justin Fields surprised me, I will be happy. But how many points is this spread? 12 and a half. Yeah. I mean, while you're thinking about it, I'm, I'm taking Chicago in this one. I, I don't think Chicago is that bad. Like they're pretty bad. Don't get me wrong, but I think that green Bay doesn't need, to run up the score on these guys. Like Aaron Rodgers got all of his, uh, his anger out earlier this year when he was telling Chicago fans that he owned them. And, uh, so they'll be in green Bay. Give me a, give me a garbage time touchdown to screw the spread on this one. Of course, green Bay will win, but Chicago prevents them from covering. But, uh, Brandon, what about you? That's funny. Cause like, as I'm looking through the whole week schedule, you know, that's got the biggest spew to it. And, but, that's probably like the really lock lock, right? Like, I mean, the Broncos are nine and a half point favorites over the Lions. That seems weird. Oh, come on, dude. That's the, disrespect to the Lions right? after a big W. Right. And then you got like Cowboys are four and a half over Washington. Jacksonville is nine and a half underdogs over under Tennessee. Like there's weird lines this week. Saints, five and a half point favorites. Seahawks, eight 
over Houston. Like, I don't know, but I was this caught my eye as the highest one up, right? Um, and I didn't know what to do because I hate giving up 12 and a half points. Like, it's just, but I got, I have to, I got to take Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Yeah, I think it's understandable. Anyway, last up, we got Monday Night Football, which will be much better than Sunday Night Football from what we can all tell. Uh, the Rams are heading into Arizona in the desert. Cardinals are two and a half point favorites in this one. Um, so yeah, pretty much close to a pick uh, with three and a half, or three points being the home spread there. Uh, Pat, you want to go first again for this one? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, we all kept writing off these Arizona Cardinals. We said, you know what? You know what? Let's see them play against the class of the NSC. They did it, you know, kicked butt. Now they're going to go again. You know, I mean, so you guys ever played When Mortal you Kombat? say we wrote them off, do you mean us on this show or like just people in general? No, I mean, I personally wrote them off. But, oh, I gotcha. Um, gotcha. But, you know, and it's kind of like Mortal Kombat when you've already landed that big punch and you get to pull the finishing move and they're just like, finish him. That's, that's pretty much Cliff Kingsbury about to like Mortal Kombat punch Sean McVay in the face. Like, I would be I would be happy if the Rams won this game because then the NFC playoff picture would be more interesting. But like, I mean, mathematically, they probably their odds of winning have to be a lot higher after they've lost like what four games in a row. But uh, I got I got to take the Cardinals, man. Like as much as I hate it on Kyler Murray, dude, the guy is like proving me wrong to the point where like I, I got mad respect for him. So Brandon, what do you think? You got to go Arizona, man. Kyler Murray, like you just said, he's a baller. The Rams are in a funk right now, and I like Sean McVay to, to do something here, but two and a half point underdogs. How? What have the other Rams games like been the last couple of weeks? What do you know? How close are they? Well, I know the Cardinals beat them by 17 points when they played. So the, the Rams of basically lost a bunch of like they lost three games in a row. Um, I think it was three. It might have been two. They lost three games in a row. They came back and, and beat Jacksonville last week, I believe. And I think that's yeah. where they're at. So we know we're an easy team, but they've lost a bunch of tough games. They lost to uh, Arizona in that stretch. They lost to the Packers, uh, the Packers and the Titans. Yeah, that was their three game losing streak. All right. Give me the points then. Uh, Give me Matty Ice, Matt Stafford. I'll go with him again. (laughs) I'll ride him. I'll ride him to the day he dies. When people realize that. He throws for 80,000 yards in his career, but never wins more than two playoff games. Dude, I heard he's never <laughs> been to a Pro Bowl. Is that is that true? Uh, probably. Well, it's, it's tough when you're on the Lions, but yeah. I'm actually taking the Rams on this one, too. I think that it's a divisional matchup, and they lost the first one. I don't see them rolling out the same game plan twice. and uh, They just seemed out of sorts for the past few weeks, but I think that Jacksonville was their get-right game, and, and they'll be able to turn it around and... Stafford better get right because he's my yeah. fantasy quarterback and we got playoffs coming up. So uh, I'm going to need him. Put some but. respect on it. He only one time second team all pro. That's it. Really? Frowny face, dude. Guy needs oh, this, some respect. This might be the year if he finishes off strong. Dude, so. I hope so, honestly. he's uh, He was QB1 in fantasy for uh, a little while there. Yeah. But anyway, depending on how you how you score your league. But. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we get back, it's Brando's Bets time, so stay tuned. (music) 
What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for Brando's Bets. Well, 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 how the turns have tabled two in a row. <laughs> you could almost call it a streak, but we'll call it a double up. But it's really quadruple up because if you would have followed along last week, you would have quadrupled your money by now. Anyways, you know, back to the earth because the NFL is fluky and this week is hard, man. I don't know about you, but I'm not I'm not truly, truly confident in a lot of things. And um so it'll be interesting this week. But I will say, gentlemen, like I said earlier to you off the recording, I was pretty confident about this Brando's bets until I turned on my fantasy app and I saw the Bucks losing to the Falcons. And I was like, no, this can't happen. And then the Tom Brady turned it around. So this week, right, I didn't pick the Bills, right? I mean, neither did Pat. Nope. So maybe I got a little bit of uh, juice for the bills into this Brando's bet this week. First off, have a question for you guys over or under how many times will Jerry Sullivan ask a question that makes a player leave the podium this week? I put the over under at 0.5 cause there's a chance he does it at least once. That's fair. 0.5 is a good <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah, 0.5, whether it's a win or a loss. He's going to be like, oh, you guys only won by seven points. Isn't this an embarrassing victory? Or, you know. <laughs> I think that as much as media members try to put on the facade that they're not emotional humans like everybody else, like, I think, I think deep down, Jerry was just as frustrated as we were. And, like, that's just how we responded to it. I don't think it's okay. Like, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but it's like, come on, man. Like, what are you doing? I just think if you watch the game, though, and we talked about it a little bit when I was on for a little last time, is Belichick neutralized them in a way that they've never probably been neutralized in a game in their whole careers. Honestly, like, do you think that anybody's ever... If you, I saw a tweet about this. The, the number one and number two rushing streaks consecutively are against the Bills, and it's the Colts and the Patriots. The Colts ran it, all, like, what, 30-something times in a row? And yeah, the, I know the Patriots was, what, 31 in a row? 32, uh, I think. 32 yeah. in a row, and the Colts was, like, 21 in a row or something like that. And outside of that, like, you know, I don't 14, know. 14 points against is not embarrassing. I am not a journalist. I will never be a journalist. i like an audio engineer who has a podcast for fun. Like, I have no place to criticize, but I'm, I'm just, like... You could frame that question so many different ways to get a football answer. And, and, you know, if you want to ask them, Hey, like what went wrong? Why do you think that you guys got run all over? And there's a way to say that without being like, are you embarrassed? You know, like, cause that's just trying to incite a reaction. And you know that those guys are competitors and they are extremely upset and they're because of their media obligations, they have to come out after every single, you know, that's part of being it's a, a captain. It's different this year, though. It is right. different it's, this year. 
Yeah, I know they can't be in the locker room and stuff like that, but I think that'd still be a rude question in the locker room. Well, it's like anything but. workplace etiquette. It's if an employee is performing poorly, you can't just be like, are you embarrassed? Like your your sales figures this this quarter suck. Like you would have to word it in a way that like, you know what I mean? Is is cohesive for everyone to understand what's going on. Like I feel you wouldn't like- be like, you're you're really shitty at your job. Like, are you embarrassed? <laughs> You'd be like, What well, how could you be less shitty at your job? What strategies would you take to be less shitty? Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I just maybe if they were young players, right? Hyde and Poyer are not rookies, right? They have been pro bowlers, all pro, whatever, highest rated players at their positions for like half a decade now. So it's not like you're asking Harrison Phillips, who's a second year, third year player, or, you know, whoever it could be. It's just not something that is respectful to their pedigree, I would say. Yeah. And what the the other thing that kind of irks me about that is I don't think he would ask that uh, question to Sean McDermott, but I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't want to beat a dead horse with the whole uh, Jerry Sullivan thing. Let me tell you this. Can I just say this? I saw Matt Breida after the game and all I did was tell him nice chain because it was cool. All right. Not, Hey buddy, you better hold the football better next time. Well, yo, is it embarrassing to fumble in the red zone? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, man, your chain looks nice. You had a tough night. I'm sorry. Yeah. But anyway, what I was what I was going to say is um, Hyde followed it up with a, a statement, you know, when he was uh, had me- media availability like the next day, stood up, addressed it and was, you know, professional about it and, and all that stuff. It was a really good comment, I thought. He, it was he apologized. Really good. And he said, really I respect good. the hell out of you guys for what you do. I just wish you guys did the same for what we do. Like, yeah. And Jerry doubled down and kept like tweeting about them. Uh, what? And yeah. And I was I was just like, I don't know. That that don't get good vibes from that. Well, you said he he writes for the penny savers, so Niagara <laughs> Gazette or whatever. So, you know. Yeah, let's not talk. Let's not talk about that for too long. But anyway, so this week for Brando's bets, I have again. We're gonna keep, we're gonna stay simple, right? It's gonna stay simple. I'm not putting the bills in it because that seemed to work last week. Um, but I will be not putting for the, a player not for the bills. <laughs> yeah, well, for yeah, that's selfish for me. To for say Brando's that. bets, that's not sad. for the bills. Yeah, yeah. I, I would rather have the bills win. But um, I will have a Bills player featured in this bet this week, and it's gonna be. A tutty from Dawson Knox because if he doesn't score this week, I think we're going to lose. Realistically, we probably need one from Moss, probably two from Allen and and one from Diggs and Knox. So um, this is going to be a high scoring game, especially with, you know, Trey's out. AB is out, but okay, you still got Godwin and Evans and Gronk. So um, Gronk's always played well against Buffalo his whole time, even when he took out Trey. But we're going to need it. So give me Knox as a touchdown. Um, give me the Packers to win on the money line. So the odds for Knox are not out yet, though, um, because it's a little early still. I think it's tomorrow they might they might come out. Um, but I mean, it was plus three hundred last week. Oh, I, I bet you, I bet you it's like somewhere between plus two hundred and plus four hundred. Like, yeah, I mean, it might be higher because Tampa has good linebackers to to cover. Um, so and then I'm gonna take. The Lions at plus nine and a half yes. is my my third leg of this because that's just disrespectful, man. Like Jared Goff's the NFC player of the week last week. Um, Vic 
Fangio, Mr. Defensive. I can't hear the word Vic Fangio without seeing Troy Aikman's face in my head because that's the guy that he like literally won't stop talking about on any broadcast. He just loves saying the word Vic Fangio. I think it was him. Uh, I could be wrong. If anybody heard Jeremy talk about this in the morning show, you know, fix me. But I believe Vic Fangio said he punted once. Like it was like they were on like the 39. So it had been like a 55 yard field goal to warm up the punter to get the punter involved in the game. Like he was like some reporter asked him. He's like, yeah, I wanted to get the punter warmed up, you know, get him ready for the game. So like he punted. Oh my it's God. Like, really? Fangio with the boot. I will never complain about a Sean McDermott decision ever again. That right? is it, That's just the <laughs> best way to feel better about the Bills is to watch one of these like mediocre teams play football. Like you, yeah. there's so much incompetence. Well, we have, in the NFL. we have plenty of experience yeah. watching yeah, mediocre do. teams playing football, but people forget it because here. we've been spoiled for a couple of years now. So if you really want to feel it's better, true. go, go watch this. Uh, who's playing this week? Go watch the Jags play the Titans. Go watch, uh, the saints play the jets. Go watch Houston play Seattle. You can probably watch the lions Broncos game too. But, yeah. Or go on Twitter yeah. and look at, uh, pictures of me and Brandon, uh, in our bills jerseys. <laughs> like 2000 Navy blues with bags over our heads and remember what that felt like. So to recap that parlay, we've got a Knox touchdown green Bay over Chicago on the money line in Detroit plus nine and a half points. Correct. Let's take it to the bank. Gentlemen, I bet you since there's a Knox TD in there and, and Detroit, I mean, they're probably good. Honestly. Yeah. Detroit plus 9.5. That's got to be, Right now, that's, that's probably um, like a plus one ten bet or something that's like that. Higher than that with the touchdowns. Specific touchdowns seem to be like. Oh no, no, I'm not saying the parlay. I was just talking about Detroit by itself. I'm trying to calculate. Oh, roughly oh in my I got head. it right here. I just lost it. I okay. So Detroit is plus two ninety five money line with nine and a half points. Though they're minus one hundred seven. But Dude, I bet you, you could, this bet comes to like plus five or six hundred. With the Packers and the Lions together themselves, it comes up to plus one twenty three. And you yeah. know you add in a Knox add in bet, a which, Knox TD at plus four hundred, yeah. and yeah, those those will multiply a little bit. But anyway, yeah, that's uh that seems like a little bit riskier parlay than usual. But hey, we're on a roll, so might as yeah. well keep going. So right? I just looked at this. If you add a plus three fifty odds, the odds go up to eight eighty two. Wow. Yeah. So oh. bet low, win high for this one. Yeah. But go Lions. What do you guys What do you guys expect to see in this Tampa Bay game? Um, I just had a like a, a quick thought. I'm wondering if this is the perfect matchup for Brian Dable and Sean McDermott to get on the same page as far yes. as what they want to do in the run game because I think that the standard straight ahead turn around and hand it off is going to suck even worse than normal in this game because of how good Tampa Bay's front is. And who knows? Like There's ton- tons of parity in the lead. We don't know what's going to happen week to week, so that's not for certain. But I would expect that their game plan should include lots of short passing uh, short and intermediate passing, Cole Beasley, you know, maybe some bubble screens, you know, play action, getting Josh rolling out of the pocket, all that stuff that we've been wanting to see to replace their run game. You know, like stuff that New England used to do that served as their run game for a, for a long time. It's high percentage throws that gain four to six yards. And so that's, I'd love to see some of that this week. And I think it's a perfect matchup to do that. And hopefully they'll maybe carry that stuff into the rest of the season instead of trying to pound Moss through between the tackles or have Singletary try to break one, which he hasn't since Miami. But you know, what, what do you guys think? What do you expect to see 
in this matchup otherwise. I mean, I expect Leonard Fournette to win someone their fantasy week. Uh, <laughs> it's a savage take, but I that think playoff, playoff Lenny is going to win someone a fantasy league this week. I got Ronald Jones, and he's their number two, and I'm expecting about 10 points from the guy. So, um, but. Pat's been starting Ronald Jones since like week two. All season. Average, Rojo, dude, averages he... like four <laughs> points a game. <laughs> Tampa Bay is like the, one of the most pass-heavy offenses. And you want to know Ron exactly Jones, how many passes Jones they pass per game? He doesn't catch it out of the backfield very much. Tom Brady has not thrown less than 35 times a game all season long. Pat, a, Pat brought that up in the last episode. I think that might yeah, have been right Mr. after he got Mr. Off. H went to oh, teach really? math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And I believe what he's been sacked the least times ever in his career right now, I think. Yeah. Which it's is so short passes, wild, man. He, he gets so it out of wild. his hand. Back to what you said, Johnny. I think you're absolutely right. It's going to get him on the same page, but I don't. They, they might not even have a choice. They might be staring down a, a 7 nothing hole again or a 10 nothing hole real quick if... Um, you know, it's the battle of who's going to defer the toss if, you know, somebody's going to get the ball first. So I don't want to give it to Brady because he scores opening touchdowns all the time. But Dable's going to have to look at Sean and be like, listen, Shawnee. All right. I know you like to run the ball, but it's funny because we haven't passed more or less than last year. It's like exactly the same differential, but it's just a different way of doing it. But I don't know if I don't know if this week is the week for more Josh Allen designed runs, honestly. Like yes, maybe in the red do zone. It. But- they won't ever do it. He's your best runner. If you want to run the run game effectively, Josh has to do it. Yeah. And you can't run him in the playoffs if you don't get to the GD playoffs. Right. Can't argue with that logic. So, all right. Well, you guys have anything else? Go Bills, man. Please. Yeah. Go Bills. <laughs> <laughs> Be Brady. Please let me, let me live it. I need to not die with this in my life. Okay. Like 70, 60, 50, whatever, if I'm blessed to live another five years. Like, I don't want to live a world where Tom Brady has beat the Bills. I know. As long you as know. we win the last one, I'll be I'll be fine. Like, everyone who wanted him to retire after that season where the Pats were really bad, and uh, that was the year that we played. An 11 and 5 Houston. really bad Pats team. Yeah, and we lost to him <laughs> twice in two games that were, like, heartbreakers. Like, we could have beat him either one of those games, and everyone's like, I just want him to retire, and I... Honestly, like I kind of wanted him to retire, but like, like I want to beat him first. Like I don't want him to be the Bills torture. Give Josh's legend, for, man. Let Josh get this legend in his game. Yeah, yeah. Changing of the guard. But anyway, that'll wrap it up for this one. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Not Buff Podcast. You can find our handles in the bio there. Mainly Pat's. Pat puts out the best content of all of us, so just go follow him. It's great. At Real underscore Pat underscore Cap. Um, I, I told you it's hard to say especially if you're trying to read it fitting in those underscores but sweet dude alright go Bills have a great weekend guys and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday to break this one down and uh, preview the uh, the Panthers game take care gentlemen take care go Bills at UConn222 at Amber028 <laughs>
What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.